Good morning and praise God. I hope that you're doing well. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Michelle and um, it's such a great honor to be here to share with you. Um, this is going to be a quick one um, purely because I have got close to five people asking me the same question this week, um, this um, two one or two weeks and um, I feel like it is something that the good Lord is saying to me to communicate to you guys out there and so for that reason um, I'll have a quick chat with you praise King Jesus about this subject um, first of let us um, I'll give you I'll give you the scripture that the Holy Spirit has given me praise King Jesus Let, let's run let's run quickly to um Hebrews chapter 10 verses 32 to 35 it reads but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great struggle with sufferings partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated verse 34 for you had come for you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goals, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Verse 35. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great rewards, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Praise King Jesus. Okay, um, let's have an opening prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for everybody that's listening out there. Holy Spirit, I thank you so much because your smartness is beyond borders. I thank you for revealing all truth to us and giving us a message that's going to help us in this season. I thank you for the young girl or young man out there that needed this. When I say young, I say young spiritually, not necessarily in age. I thank you for everybody out there that needs this message. And I pray, Father, that you unwax their ears. I call upon the precious blood of Jesus to cleanse their ears. Give them this, the, 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 the ears of the learned. Let your Holy Spirit saturate their ears and their mind so that they may learn, they may hear what I'm about to share and learn and put into practice. But most importantly, so that they may receive peace in this journey of salvation. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise King Jesus. Whoa, it's getting hot in here. I'm, 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 I'm sat in my car and I need to lower the windows a little bit for some fresh air so that I don't catch fire. <laughs> Yay! So guys, I, um, I have come across a good number of people in a space of eight days asking me the same question and and instead of having to 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 spend two hours or one hour on the phone talking to one individual um i've decided to share it um on my podcast um so that it can help somebody out there who hasn't yet asked but is feeling the same way praise king jesus okay um i got a phone call this morning um from a lovely lady and she said to me um before before the phone call this morning i met up with her two days ago and her concern was ever since i got born again no 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 
when I got serious about the salvation work, when I dug deeper, when I decided to wrap myself around Jesus' foot, like hold on to his garment tighter, I've seen all manner of reactions from the people around me. My friends don't like me no more. They don't understand me. They're, you know, acting in a certain type of way. What should I do? Am I being weird? How do I reach out to them? How do I try to to make them understand that um, I love them? And it's just that I need to spend more time alone with God and how do I manage this situation and and I feel like a good number of people could be going through this and um, about a month ago I got another phone call from a young lady that said to me I feel like I don't understand my mom or she does not understand me there's a lot of fights between us and and she says um, the most horrible words and and this girl bless her she's so young she's about 18 or 19 and the battle is between her and her mom so i've given you a scenario the one i spoke to earlier today was about um my friends don't understand me the other one is uh my mom does not understand me and and there's been a good number of um of, of such and i want to help somebody out there first of um salvation Salvation is a journey. It's a work in progress. I'll speak to you according to my experience, yeah? And 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 what I've learned from the Bible. When you when you give your life to Christ, everyone is excited. Oh, good for you. Well done. And you know, especially family. Oh, that's really nice. And and chances are they're saying all of that because they they only know the surface of it. Well done. <laughs> okay? But there's um, different stages to the salvation work. There's giving one's life to Christ, like, yeah, I'm getting born, get, getting saved, yeah? Like the day you acknowledge Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you start to walk with Christ. But then there's a, a stage that you get at when you start to go deeper, to try and understand him better. You start to receive all manner of opposition, especially from people closest to you. And it starts to feel like, why did I even do this? Like it feels like it almost feels like you've opened up Pandora's box. It's active in the spiritual realm. It's active in the spiritual. When you put your head down, God is revealing to you all sorts of things about you're supposed to be best friends and your 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 mom or your dad. And it almost feels as if you're running mad. Like what is going on here? And and uh, in the in the spiritual you start to fall out with people that were very very close to you and and the falling out is not your play like they start to act in or speak uh, in a certain way and and we cannot blame them because they don't understand you anymore they miss that michelle that they used to know and then they get concerned by the way it's from a good place so we're not uh, we're not here to get all you know accusatory and things they they come from a good place and they start to think, why doesn't she come? Why doesn't she go out with us anymore? Why does she? Oh my God, she's. I remember uh, <laughs> I met a friend uh, in, uh, I think this is 2015. I met a friend and, and she had heard so much about my drastic um, U turn from the world to Christ. Eh? And, and when I met up with her, we didn't speak much, but I could read it in her eyes and attitude. But she asked me, she, she she offered to buy me lunch and I said, oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm fasting. 
and and then she gave me that look of yeah I heard that she had gone crazy i can see now and then she said to me why are you fasting first of all you've lost so much weight you don't you don't look good when you're so skinny but the thing is there's there's a force a, a heavenly force that drives you to 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 seek god deeper and and it requires fasting and the people want to understand why you don't want to eat i mean cuz and 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 yes you will appear as if you'll come across as crazy because before that's what you used to do with them meet up pig out when i say pig out is eat a lot eh? like binge on food binge on drinks like go all out in all of these activities and all of a sudden you're boring mary praise king jesus so i want to encourage um somebody out there that that's going on and that's going through this sort of thing that it is normal it is expected it is very very much expected so don't don't feel bad about it because it's when you choose christ and it's a case of the people that are not in christ will find you weird but worry not because when you're done walking your walk you are the same person that's going to turn around you'll go back at the right time the lord will let you go back to them and um help them because in a clique of six girls god will choose one do a good job in them and then send you back to rescue the others praise king jesus so i need you to stay calm and 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 um walk your journey yeah with fear and trembling when i say fear um, it doesn't mean that tremble before the lord like you've seen a lion no to fear the lord is to hate evil stay away from evil and and um love the lord your god do what he likes and then he'll your journey will be a lot shorter and then you can go back and be of use to your friends praise king jesus um i want us i want us to dissect um hebrews 10:31 chapter 10 verses 31 to that no 32 hebrews chapter 10 verses 32 to 35 it says but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great struggle with suffering now this i started off by trying to explain the phases of um the salvation walk and i think i got lost somewhere along the way there's about I can I can summarize it into about um three or four stages. Stage number 1 you accept Christ. Stage number 2 you dig deeper. Yeah? Stage number 3 you get into your promise. You get your deliverance and and you when what what I mean by you you receive your promise is you start to actualize destiny. You walk in the path that God purposed for you to walk. And when you get to that stage 3 you are of use to everybody else that you left behind. But the middle stage the one where you you decide to dig deeper that one it takes a lot of jesus it can be challenging and that's where a lot of people are struggling yeah and that's why i'm getting all these phone calls of people that have dropped out of church people that think that their friends don't love them anymore their families don't love them a uh, child of god your former friends and your family i don't want to use the word former your friends and your family they do love you it's just that they do not understand your journey and the enemy is so smart satan won't come to you in a black cloak and red horns and start to taunt you because you've decided to pursue the lord no 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 he will that, that spirit that bad spirit 
has to operate within a body. So it will choose somebody that's close to you to stop you from getting to where you need to go. The only enemy of righteousness is Satan. It is not your family. It is not your friends. Praise King Jesus. So I want us to quickly um, run to Micah. We shall come back to our Hebrews. <laughs> Let's run quickly to Micah chapter 7. Oh, where is it? Micah is in um, one of the last books in the Old Testament. If we can find it by the great, by the grace of God. Oh, where are you? There it is. Chapter 7, verses 5 to 7. It reads, Do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth from he who lies in your bosom. For son dishonors father. Daughter rises against her mother. Daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own household. Praise King Jesus. Verse 7. Therefore, I look to the Lord and will wait for the God of my salvation. God will hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm especially interested in the last few lines of verse 6 that says the man's enemies are the men of his own household. I wanted to pull out um, the other part of um, the enemy will use the people closest to you. So it's up to you to have spiritual maturity to know that you're supposed to be sister or mother or father or best friend acting in a certain type of way that doesn't please you is not actually them. The enemy is you, is looking for a vessel to taunt you, to stop you from getting to where you need to get, to stop you from actualizing um, destiny, to stop you from getting to the promise. The reason why, okay, I need to bring out the aspect of the promise. The reason why you're being, you are in this situation is because you are a promised child. What's a promised child? Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. There's a, there's a huge calling on your life. There's a promise of God on your life. And you getting born again was not your might. It is the good Lord that dragged you to the altar. And then you pursuing to go beyond the, the, the born again that their only I where they are at in life is to dress good and go to church and say praise God and leave it all at surface level. The reason why you have gone beyond that is because God is thinking, okay, it is time, my daughter, it is time for you to serve me. So I shall consecrate you. I shall set you apart from the rest. Because not, listen, everybody is called, but not everyone is chosen. Praise King Jesus. There's a whole, there's everybody that's seated in the church. There's those that are called to be in church, but there's very few that are chosen to pursue the promise. So you are that promised child. And because of that, the devil is quaking in his boots because he knows that once, I'll use my name, once Michelle is delivered, there's a whole, there's the whole of Africa is waiting for Michelle. Once Michelle is delivered, the whole of Africa will turn to Christ. And that gives Satan a headache. And for that reason, he has no challenge that he's sending bad spirits to the people closest to you to act in a certain type of way that doesn't please you. Praise King Jesus. And I'm here to encourage you that we, what you're going through is normal. You just need to wake up wake up spend more time in the bible and find out i'm giving you my revelation but these are things you need to know for yourself 
if you're continuously in the presence of the Lord, you will know your calling. You will know your purpose. When you see people acting in a certain type of way, then you know, uh-oh, you'll, you'll go to Micah 7, 7 and think, mm -mm, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. This, 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 <laughs> this child of God, there's going to be a time in your life when everybody around you does not understand you because you chose to, to launch deeper into Christ. And this is the part where you need to look up to the hills where your help comes from. Your help comes from God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, the one who created you, the one who knew you before you were put in your mom's belly. You are beyond your mother and father. Your mom and dad, all they had to do is join together to create a flesh where the spirit of God from heaven shall come in and land in your mom's belly. I like to tell you all the time, your mom's belly was just British Airways to get you from heaven to earth because according to jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 before you were formed in your mom's belly he knew you what does he mean your spirit was high up there in heaven and he was packaging it and thinking hmm this my michelle is the one i am going to use to do this in the world the unfortunate bit is from the minute we land here on earth the devil knows what we are capable of so he immediately goes to work to make sure that we don't actualize destiny if Michelle is meant to serve in the marriage ministry, the devil will make sure that Michelle never goes anywhere near to her intended marriage partner. If he's about to appear at the tender age of 20, God will make sure that Michelle leaves the country and goes to Timbuktu so she never meets the man. Because it's through the marriage that Michelle will actualize destiny. The devil will try all things. If Michelle's calling is to love like Christ loved and bring closer all the youth and young children and things, the devil will make sure that he lines up tons and tons of people to break Michelle's heart so that she gets up hating people. The, the, so that every time she opens her mouth, she can't stand people. And all she says is, oh, I'm a loner, you know. I, 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 I'm, I'm not a peoply person. I'd rather be by myself. If there's anything that you detest so much in your life, give it serious thought and ask yourself, what is the root cause of that? Could it be the enemy stepping on what I'm supposed to be? Praise King Jesus. Okay, let's run back to the scriptures that we started with because um, there's a reason why God gave me this, this scripture this morning and I'm getting all manner of phone calls about people stressed about their, their relatives and friends who don't want to know them anymore. Praise King Jesus. Verse 32 says, But recall the former days. I'm back to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 32 to 35. 32 says, but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle of suffering. Born again out there. If you're not there, if you're not yet. Okay, question. How long have you been born again? Thank you. Thank you for answering that question. Now, if you have not received persecution, if you have, if you have not ever since... Okay. If you have, no, 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 I'll rephrase. If you have not yet seen the light, you need to. You need to, to get more intentional with this work. Being a Christian goes beyond, I go to this church, praise King Jesus. It, it, it has to, 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 to graduate to, I need to see the light. Why, what's my calling? What's my purpose? Why am I on planet Earth? 
because a lot of times we get born again because we've been told that um, God is the problem solver. He will give us that. So we approach the whole salvation gig with a, a mentality of what you can get out of it. Like we go in there to detooth. <laughs> we go in there because of what we can get. And you will find yourself waking up early to go to church because of what you can get. I must go to church because I need to build an airport. I must go to church because I want to be the richest person on planet. I must go to, uh, um, to church because I want this. That's all, that's all good. God gives that. But at some point in your work, you need to break even. The mind has to, 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 to get to a point of, hang on a minute. I want all of these things, but who gives them? God. Okay, then who is God? When you start to get to who is God, then salvation is about to start making sense. But before it makes perfect sense, there's going to be a war. There's going to be a battle. Praise King Jesus. The minute your bulb comes on. So if you're a Christian out there and it's 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 a case of, oh, you know, you're an ice cream Christian, like, ooh, I... Then, then, then you need to, to ask yourself, okay, okay, when, when, when do I, I need to start to know my maker? Because when all is said and done, God wants a relationship. When you get into a relationship with him, then it stops to be about what can you give me? Because picture it this way. If, if you're very good friends with somebody and if, if you find them uh, sad and crying because they haven't got food, it almost comes naturally for you to buy them food. So uh, it's important for us to get to that level of who is God? Who is Jesus? I want to be your friend. Because when you get there, before you even open your mouth to ask, for anything he'll give it to you because you are best friends i don't want to go all scripture because the, the 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 subject will derail my brain is so so i have got so much in my head i need to stay focused praise king jesus so you need to get to that point where your bulb switch comes on to graduate from the people that jump up and down when a promise is, is, is made like you i know we want promises but we need to I need us to focus more on the maker. We want all these good things. I do too. But I've found so much peace in knowing who God is. That everything else is... It is not insignificant. But he almost brings it naturally because we are friends. And, and he even knows to say that, okay, I think this one, can we put it on hold? Because I feel like you need this more than that. Can we address this first? Because when you become friends with a person, you start to talk a lot. And again, all, all relationships are based on communication. Communication being read the word of God so you can learn his language, so you can learn to hear from him, so you can know when he's telling you something. Praise King Jesus. We need to graduate to Pastor Jesus so that we're not such a burden to our pastors. Every time a mosquito bites you, Pastor, oh, I've got a huge bump on my shoulder. A mosquito bit me. We need to, 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 to graduate to, okay, I can handle this. So that by the time you get to your pastor, he's just um, uh, sprinkling some lovely uh, chocolate on your, eye, on, your, on your ice cream. Praise King Jesus. So that the, the, the burden can be lighter on you and that person who God has chosen to be your, your, your shepherd, your pastor. Praise King Jesus. So, verse 32 of um, Hebrews 10. But recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, illuminated, after your bulb came on, after you chose to go deeper, hmm, you endured a great struggle with sufferings. The minute you decided to go deeper, 
to understand God better. That's when all hell broke loose. Why? I've explained that. Because you're escaping. You're walking into your destiny. And nobody walks into their destiny and they stay in the suffering mode. And they stay broke. And they Because destiny is pretty much promise. Praise King Jesus. Verse 33. Partly, while you were made a spectacle because by reproaches no partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were who were so treated or treated alike if you if you will praise king jesus so when you chose to go deeper all hell broke loose you are made a spectacle how there's things going on around you that make make your friends pay so much attention to you and you almost come across as cuckoos let me give you an example before you met christ you were all over the i I wouldn't say all over the place you had um so much for example but everything that you had was gotten um via um ill avenues for example you had a lovely apartment paid for by a married man praise king jesus you're driving a nice car bought by another married dude or um you had um you had so much but it was all not from the right source praise king jesus now when you come to christ he wants to uh, separate you from those uh, covenants that are not of god so that the devil has no legal rights in your life like he wants to separate you from all those soul ties so you give up um this person you've been sleeping with because sex before marriage is not good in the sight of the lord he does not like fornication and for that reason your sugar daddy does not provide for you anymore and you can't afford the um 500 ugandan uganda shillings um hair weave and you can't afford you have to 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 tone down on your lifestyle and and some have had to go back to live with their parents because it is better to have um some sunk phone that god is happy with like it's from your money as opposed to uh what's it called iphone i do not know what number that 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 is is from a sugar daddy praise god so there's and then and like I mentioned in my case, I started to do a lot of fasting and my friends, they were convinced I'm crazy. I could not go to the bar with them and I'm busy losing weight and I became a spectacle. Yeah. Both by reproaches and tribulations. Praise King Jesus. The other part of um, verse 33 of Hebrews 10 is, it says, and partly while he became companions of those who are so treated. What does that mean? You will get rejection from people that don't understand the path that you have chose, but God in all his cleverness will line you up with people who have been through the same. He'll give you companions. He'll give you friends who are walking the same path. I think it's on this. Um, I did a podcast on here that encouraged people to get Jesus friends, get Jesus friends, get Jesus buddies. So that when certain things happen, you can run to your Jesus buddies and say, yo, is this normal or am I losing it? Should I just leave the Jesus walk? And then they'll advise you and say, you know what? That happened to me X amount of years ago. And this is how I went about it. And this is the scripture for it. So it's perfectly normal. You're not the only one that's being alienated. Praise King Jesus. So God brings companions and he's so good at that. 
he is so good at that he'll choose the best people ever as if to confirm the other scripture in the is it in the book of Matthew it's in one of the gospels where Jesus was in the temple preaching and then his mom and his siblings came to the doorway to to call him out and one of the disciples said to Jesus yo your mother and siblings are, are calling you they're, they're outside and then Jesus said to them Mm-mm. those who fear the Lord those who do what the Lord wants are what I call my siblings and parents praise King Jesus there's going there's going to be a, a, a part you'll get to a point in your life when those who are of the step of the faith those who are of the same agenda God will give you as siblings not because your biological ones have ceased to be but they are in a certain they, they won't understand you they <laughs> guys if you have chosen to go deeper in Christ I, I, I like to refer to this um, the relationship with Jesus like an onion. When you peel off the first um, thingy, the, the husky thingy, the shell, it's all nice and nothing wrong. When you peel the second um, layer off, you feel nothing. When you start to peel the third one, you either need to have sunglasses or swimming goggles for, for, you, for your eyes not to water. It's like the digger you peel, the more tears. Praise King Jesus. So, and and we may the Lord give us. Uh, I, I like to say this prayer. I stopped because I think I've gotten there. Oh, I need to to. I'm almost there. Canvas hearts, yeah. What do I mean by canvas hearts? I I believe that our hearts have got that thin liver. You know, the, the thin layer, like the one on a on, on a raw liver. Uh, you know, the, the liver that we eat, right? Chips and liver. The uh, I feel like we get, you need to get to a point where, as opposed to that thin, plasticky-like thing, we need to have a canvas so that when somebody comes out with an arrow at your heart, the, the arrow can't go in and the canvas uh, layering outside of your heart is nothing but the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need. Yeah, so we need to get to that point where the world around us is being nasty because they don't understand that which we have chosen then we, we are okay about it because we understand where they're coming from and we need to stay big, like we need to keep on being cool with them because A, we didn't choose this life. This life chose us. God chose you before you entered um, your mother's belly. So this is you walking into what you're supposed to be in the first place. So please stay calm when the tribulations come along because he will package friends for you he'll bring people that understand what you're going through and then you can carry on and that's 34 it says for you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your of your of your goods knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven so again once you have understood the gold that is in Jesus Christ, once you have understood that when all is said and done, all of us were brought to planet earth to, to, to get into that which God purposed for us to be, then you will know that you, 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 what you have is heaven and it can't compare to earthly treatment or to to what people out there are saying about you or doing to you or your mom's rejecting you they're throwing your clothes outside of the house when they do all those things to you remember jesus suffered all of that first there's nothing that you're going through which your maker has not been through that's why he's the best person to go to and he will listen to you because he jesus had to come down on earth 
you know, Jesus, in the beginning, it was the word of God. So the word of God was um, dressed up in flesh. So Jesus came down here as flesh to go through what you're going through so that when you kneel down to pray to him, he will understand. He's got the experience. He's done that before. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. He got the t-shirt at the cross before he went back to the father. So when you kneel down to report to him what's happening to you, using scripture, not wailing, then he knows how to help you. That's why he's lined up friends that have been through. That's why I am here because I have been there. I can encourage you and say to you, sweetheart, what you're going through is normal. Actually, what it means is that you're about to reach the end of the rest. Like you, you're almost there. <laughs> you're almost there. I, I only feel sorry for those that have not yet encountered this. And I don't feel sorry for them. I just want to prepare them that, look, get into the word, get ready. Because if you're to stay in this journey and you don't want to be a stagnated Christian, you have to go through this. So may we be equipped with the necessary information. And how do we do that? We read the word of God so we can have wisdom and revelation to address whatever mountain that will stand before us. Praise King Jesus. Verse 35 reads, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great rewards, for you have need of endurance. Right? The confidence. I am speaking to you, so you may get confidence in this which you're going through. Because there's a great reward, a huge reward. What is the great reward? We know people that are living the life. There's that preacher. Who is he? Copland. Kenneth Copland. He's living in the promise. He's in the great reward. He's got private jets. I hear he was, um, the government of America tried to investigate him because he was overly rich. But hey, scripture says that when you've reached your promise, that the Gentiles and the who's will come to you. Let me, sorry, let's do quickly um, at the book of Isaiah. I don't like to tell um, stories that are not backed up with scripture. I think we are in Isaiah chapter 6 it says oh no isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 to to 3 it says arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you light this is what we spoke about that after you've been illuminated child of god misborn again for six years and you're still a bench warmer this is your message your light bulb has to flake it has to come on and when it does, verse 2 says, Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and the deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. What does it say? People around you may act in a way that is not of God towards you, but be confident. Stay calm. Stay in the Lord, knowing that the whole world out there is dark. But... The Lord has arisen over you and the glory of the Lord is upon you now. Or it will if you're still on the process. Praise King Jesus. Verse 3. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. This is where um, the guys that are living in the promise are at. Gentiles come to them and, and donate plans to them. They, they give them cars and all this love offering. Please note... <laughs> these these preachers don't ask that's another that's another someone for another day they don't ask but the good lord puts it on their hearts like you know what i need you to give this land title to my servant please 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 you 
that's I, I I feel like I should put a disclaimer. When people get to their promise, the Lord puts it on other people's hearts to bless them. The people in the promise don't have to ask you for jack. They don't have to ask you for nothing. It is in the, it, it has to be in your heart to give. I'll leave that, uh, that. That's a whole subject altogether. I'll leave it there. Praise King Jesus. So anyway, I know people that are actualizing destiny right now. Like their gates are continually open. People come in and, and, and um, give them... What is that scripture? Your gates shall be... Um, your gates shall be... Uh-huh. Verse 10 of um, Isaiah 60. It reads, The sons of foreigners shall build up your walls, and their kings shall minister to you. For in my wrath I struck, I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Praise King Jesus. Random people will come to you and bless you when you are actualizing destiny, when you are walking in the promise. Why? Because you are serving God. Because you're scratching God's back, so he scratches yours. Praise King Jesus. If we are to go back quickly to where we started in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 35, it reads, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great rewards. I just tried to give you an example of Copland and all those rich pastors out there who they can afford to go on holiday. It's so interesting. They can afford to go anywhere in the world on holiday. But because they're so passionate about God, they can't even go five times even though they've got the resources because the love of God filled them up so much. And, and it's no longer a case of material things, but um, the blessings in the heavenly places. Praise King Jesus. Spiritual blessings. Mm-hmm. Oh, problem is I talk too much. I talk in the middle of scripture. Verse 35. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great rewards. For you have need of endurance. Child of God, endure, persevere. That's the message today. Whatever it is you're going through, is your neighbor being nasty? Is your mom being nasty? Persevere. Are your friends not understanding who you are? persevere we've already established god will connect you to people who know what you're going through and who have the words for you of encouragement so perhaps this is a prayer you should be saying as well father connect me to the right people for this journey that i've chosen to take praise king jesus Mm -hmm. the next line so that after you have done the will of god you may receive the promise i like that so that after The operative word here is after, which means that everything you're going through in this salvation walk that is disturbing your mind, there's only one medicine. Do the will of God. Number one, you didn't choose your life. God chose you, right? He knew you before you were born. That's why you got born again. And now by his grace or by his remote control, you're digging deeper and hell has burst open everyone is standing against you because you're you're digging deeper be confident is the first instruction number two do the will of god do the will of god if you do not do the will of god everything you have been going through is for nothing you'll end up like the children of israel who went round the mountain round and round and round merry go round and then the journey took a lot of years as opposed to four days. Praise King Jesus. So it's all about the will of God. Now, how do you do the will of God? 
No God. This is where we started from. The challenge with us is we come to Christ because we want something. I want a husband. I want a car. I want a job. I want, I want hmm, London ambulance. Non-stop. Every hour. Every every minute. You come to the good Lord with only, only wanting. But do you even know who you're asking? He's our father. He wants us to be his children. That's all. So come with the intention of getting to know him. When you get to know, and how do you get to know him? Read the word of God. When you read the word of God, you find out what he likes, what he doesn't like, what people like. <laughs> There's lots of guys in the Bible who have been through what you're going through. Reading about them shall be very encouraging and it will make your journey quicker. So please don't be that born again whose your Bible is under the bed. When you're dashing to church, all you care about is the handbag and that um that fan that which you use when it's too hot and you you know you 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 fan your face and things. Please, your Bible, your Bible. Why? That is the ticket. That is the ticket. That's the only way you'll know to to do the will of God. When you read the Bible a lot, you learn to hear from God. You graduate from born against who wait to fall asleep, to dream. And then sometimes the enemy even steals the dreams or they get dreams that are not of God, dreams that originate from their thought process. Whatever they dreamt about, thought about, meditated on during the day is what they dream about. Or you can get dreams from Satan. We saw that from Job. When Job was complaining when he was in trouble, he said when he puts down his head, the enemy brings multiple bad dreams. That's in scripture. So spend so much time in the word. Feed your conscience. Change your conscience. Feed your mind with the word of God. That when you lie down to sleep, the only conversations going on in your head are of God. That even when you get what people call a bad dream, even though I, Michelle, believe there's no bad dream, if a dream is not nice, it's scary, it's because God is warning you about something that's coming that's not nice, and there's instructions required for you to act upon it. Praise King Jesus. Where were we? Let's come back. Please, yes. Do the will of God. After you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Praise King Jesus. This We started off with the promise. Yeah? You're a promised child. Your life, there's something you are supposed to do for God. Right? There's a promise that he made to you. Have you noticed also, when you first get serious about God, you get all these lovely dreams of... Um, um, he, he, he gives you a sneak preview about what your life is supposed to be like you will get married no your wedding he may not he may not necessarily say to who or you're going to be um the director for this that and the other my son he makes me laugh he's about 17 his name is frank he he got a dream where he was like the best football player in the world and he really really loves football and the other day he said to me mommy uh, i asked him uh, frank do you have any prayer request he said, Mommy, we pray about that football thing. I need it to happen like yesterday. I, I felt sorry for him. The promise comes a lot earlier. When you start to be serious about God, he shows you where he needs you to go. And that is meant to encourage you so that you can stay within the Lord. So that you can stay with God until it actualizes. So we start with the promise. So in the end, after we learn to be friends with God and we learn to hear from him and obey, it is all about obeying. After we learn to do what he wants us to do, we get into the promise. 
So there's a possibility that my son will be the best footballer in maybe three years, four years, five years. There's some work for him to do in the middle, but I didn't want to discourage him. But the thing is, there's things that will happen before you get to the promise. Just stay strong, be calm, be confident. Praise King Jesus, because it will happen. God is not a man to lie. What he says he will do child of God. Be friends with God so that your salvation walk is less frustrating. It is so much fun to wake up at 4 a.m. and head to church with the intention of let me go see my friend as opposed to let me go and pray so I can get that Range Rover. Because if you don't get it by Thursday, if you don't get it by 2025, you're most likely to fall off the wagon and you go telling your friends and people you know that those things don't work. Better still, your lifestyle will stop others from coming to seek Christ because you'll be as broke as a church mouse because you never understood the gig you got into and for that reason other people will be like why should I get saved when my neighbor the born again is the brokest one on the street hi praise King Jesus um, with those very few words I would like us to pray Father we have heard I bring the hearts of your children who have been struggling in this walk because they thought the whole world was against them and they were close to falling off. I bring them, I bring them unto you. I bring them unto you, Lord. Your hand is not shortened. Please stretch out your hand and touch every heart that's listening to this message. I pray that you give them a zeal for your word, a thirst for your word, not for food or drink, but for your word. I pray that you give them the spirit of revelation so that when they read your word, they get revelation. And revelation, what does it say? According to Job 28 verse 28. Revelation means staying away from evil. Wisdom means doing what God likes. I pray that you give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation, which, which starts from them reading your word. I pray, Father, that they get to read your word so that this journey can be a lot quicker for all of us, so that we can get 100% here on earth and in heaven. Father, I pray for peace in the heart of everybody that was about to give up because they could not understand what was going on with them. I pray that you visit them and speak with them and encourage them. Show them the promise. Show them the end from the beginning. Show them, Father, visit them while they slumber in their beds. Show them the end so that they may be encouraged. Father, there's a person out there that's waited for so long to step into the promise. Encourage them, Lord. Give them the right word to encourage them. I pray that this podcast has encouraged them. Hold, uphold them by your righteous right hand and help them to stay on course. You visited Abraham severally to encourage him and tell him, Abraham, I'm going to do this for you. I will do it. I will, I will do it. And in the end, you, do, you did it. I pray, Father that we get to read your word so that we may stay encouraged. And I pray that all of us don't go through all of this for nothing. I pray for all of us, Lord, that we may step into the promise. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, my Father and my Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. There's somebody out there that would love to give their lives to Christ, that they may love to start walking the walk. Put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. 
I'm tired of this life that I've been living, of struggling and trying to fix things myself. I'd like you to come into my life. I'd like to make you my Lord and Savior so that I may start to walk according to your purpose, according to your will for my life. I pray that you remove my names from the book of death and write them in the book of life. I declare, I believe in my heart that you died and rose. I declare with my lips that you died and rose. I declare that you're my Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you very much. Have a blessed day. Bye.